Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to the Baseball Insiders Podcast with Mark Carmen and Robert Murray. We are here to celebrate the incredible career that is still going, but somehow scaling more mountains. That is Shohei Otani just dominating the baseball world. Welcome into the Baseball Insiders with my hero, my leader, my insider, true insider, Robert Murray. It's at the car. I'm checking in here. Baseball Insiders. Hit that subscribe button. Tuesdays and Thursdays, 2 o'clock Central Time, 3 o'clock Eastern. One o'clock where Bird is. What's up, Robert? How are you, buddy? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you, Carm? Looking good as always, my friend. Thank you. I'm on my second shirt of the day. I had the little chicken uh, curry type of uh, lunch thing that spilled all over my white shirt, so I'm into the blue now. Going blue. Boy, that, and you had a wrap, and now you're tired? Boy, you're uh, not not good today, Carm. No, not good. Not good. Had too much for lunch. Uh, didn't get a good, didn't didn't get the good start today with a, with a hearty egg breakfast. That's what you're supposed to do these days. Get a good protein. I didn't do it, but I'm ready for you, buddy. Yeah, uh, I'm ready, Carm. Boy, I, I'm already on meal three of the day, so we're, uh, we're we're thriving over here. There we go. So on the docket today, along with your comments, jump on in here. We're going to be looking at Cincinnati Red trade candidates because we know the Reds are selling. We're also going to be looking at teams that should be considering selling right the hell damn now. Uh, we are going to start with Shohei Otani in a minute. Also, whether what the Yankees are up to and whether Joey Gallo could be on the move. The Mets rotation, that thing is bouncing around. ton of injuries. What's up there? And then we'll get to the Dodgers and what the uh, one of the best teams in baseball will be doing. But if you miss Shohei Otani, Bert, and uh, you know maybe some of our diehards have, uh, career high, 13 strikeouts yesterday, eight innings. They wanted to take him out. Otani's like, no, 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 leave me back in there. Uh, sure, it did come up against the minor league Royals, but still uh, five nothing winners. He retired 23 of the final 24. He had a single. He walked twice. And by the way, the night before, he had two three-run homers and drove in a career-high eight runs in a game actually the Angels lost. This dude's completely and utterly out of his mind. I want to remind everyone that Babe Ruth, as great as he was – the babe, none of us saw him play, but he was only a pitcher and a hitter in the same season once. So that's just worth noting. Like, like Ruth came in as a pitcher, did them both, and then just, well, okay, fine. I'm just so good at hitting. I'll just start hitting bombs. It hit 714 of them. This dude's doing both. A couple three-run bombs the next night. I'm going to go strike out in 13 batters. That's insane. Should not be possible, and yet he makes it look ridiculously easy, Carm. And it leads us right back to the discussion that we had the other day of when he hits the open market, what's this guy going to be worth? And his last two outings, as you said, both 13 strikeouts and then eight RBI, a couple three-run bombs. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's why he's going to be or get the richest can, or richest uh, 
contract in baseball history for a per year basis. It's going to blow Max Scherzer's out of the water. Um, and it's fun watching him, Carm. If it's just a shame that the Angels, even though they have Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, who are the two best players in baseball, I think that's a, a pretty fair thing to say, uh, they still can't win. Uh, they started off the season red hot, but they cannot get over the hump and make the playoffs. I'm hoping it's this year or next year um, because the time that they're together could be limited since Otani's a free agent. Yeah, we did discuss that on the last episode, so feel free to click on back to Tuesday if you will, but it's or we can just do a quick little follow-up here, I guess. Uh, look, you're, they're going to have to figure out some way to get rid of Anthony Rendon. Um, otherwise, you know, I, the, you know, unless you're willing to spend $400 million to put a baseball team together, it ain't going to be easy for the Angels, basically. So uh, attaching prospects, whatnot, I mean, that makes the most sense, you would think. But they, they, they're third – if people haven't checked the standings lately, the Angels, who were once a playoff team, are now sitting at 34 and 38. That's behind the Rangers, a couple of games ahead of the Mariners. They're 11 back. Um, and if you look at where they're sitting in the wild card, that looks like a long, long ass putt right now, too. Bunch mm-hmm. of teams in front of them. They're five back with the Rangers, White Sox, and Rays all in front of them. No, for sure. And it's, I'm, I'm, God, I'm hoping, Carm, that we can see them in the postseason. As a baseball fan, I want to see them in the postseason. But as far as Otani, I think we all need to, like, take a step back and, like, truly appreciate what we have here with Otani because the guy's a – he's a unicorn. And obviously the concern with him, both hitting and pitching, is that he's going to end up being – at risk for injury more so than most players. And I'm – genuinely just i'm hoping he can stay healthy so we can continue to watch this but right now like we need to take a step back and like truly enjoy it because it's like we haven't seen anything like this ever so i don't know if you can remember going to the ballpark as a fan this year i've only gone as a fan i have not gone as a media member and i've been to one cub game and a handful of white Sox games i saw the white Sox play the angels i personally I don't check who's pitching the day I'm going for my team or the other team. I'm not worried about who's in the lineup. I enjoy baseball. I enjoy the sun. I enjoy beer. I enjoy hot dogs. I enjoy camaraderie, right? Yep. But when I went to the Sox game and they're playing the Angels, and I didn't really even think about it, and we talked about this when this happened back in, I think it was the end of April, Yep. Seeing those two dudes, Trout and Otani, I was like, this is cool. Like, I don't know why I, I needed that experience, but, like, this is a team when they're in town you want to go see. Oh, absolutely. Like, for me, like, I'm I'm not a guy who likes long drives, but, like, I'm tempted to go drive out to L.A. so I can go see an Angels game because of those two. And I can't think of many other teams that I would actually, like, consider doing that for. Um, and that's actually something I plan on doing at some point this year. Um, fingers crossed, as I said, that they both stay healthy. But I'll tell you, Carm, it's, uh, it, there's been times when I've covered games and then they've both been playing. Um, and like, I have to like pinch myself as I'm in the, in the press box because it's just like, damn, as you said, this is, like, this is freaking cool. Who do you want to see the Angels play? Who do I want to see them play? 
Yeah, if you were going to go up there and make that drive, who, what, what team would you make it for? Or does it not matter? I'd want to see the want, Yankees. You want to see the Yankees? Yeah, but like, that being said, I would go see them play anybody. Um, what about so. – hold on, hold on. Let me, let's, 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 let's make this happen. We're going to make this happen. Okay, right. they're, they're playing the Yankees uh, Monday, August 29th, Tuesday, August 30, Wednesday, August 31. You really should come to New York during that time and, um, and meet me at the U.S. Open for some tennis, but that's okay. You fly out of Phoenix, right? Uh, that's correct. And you'd go to LAX, would you not? I would go or, to LAX. Or would it be oh, Burbank? Actually, I'd, I'd probably go to Burbank. you go to Burbank? Okay. Yeah. All right. I think Kern's looking up flights right now. Well, Bert, I want to make this happen. I'm going to do you, I'm going to do you a solid, right? You it's want to go for right how, how, many, how many games do you want to go to? All three? If you're going to make them. the trip? All of yeah. them? Yep. Okay. Okay. We're going to – we got you going on here. Uh, all right, Bert. Um, your flight – from Phoenix to Burbank. I got you there. Uh, uh, Bert, I'll even buy this for you. Put I'll put it on my points. I got you there for 53 bucks uh, the first way there, so that's 2,964 points. Then I got you coming back um, for 4,199 points. There you go, Bert. I got you. You, there it you, is. Look at you, that. It turns out I'm going to Angels and, uh, and Yankees, everybody, yeah, just, for just like that. Basically, 100 bucks round trip for the flight. So I, that you, is – you don't need at the karma is the best. You don't need to be driving, dog. Let's just get you – float. Let's, let's fly you out. Do you got any friends in the area? I do. I have plenty of friends in the area. So, so we'll, there we'll, you go. Stay with someone. Get yourself over to the game. Done. Boom. Look at that. Simple as that. Yeah, Boy. I, I mean – I, this is what we do on the baseball insiders. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't seek problems. We see, we create solutions, which is what we're about to do. Um, so now that we solve that, let's, let's get to some of the comments here. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for being here. We appreciate it. Uh, Leandro wants to know what names are you hearing? The Yankees will go after during the deadline. We will Yankees were on our rundown there with, uh, Wondering what's going to happen with Joey Gallo. So what are you hearing about those New York dominant Yankees, Bert? Yeah, for the Yankees, I would expect them to target bullpen help. And like, I, I think that's going to end up being one of their more pressing needs. Uh, obviously, they have Clay Holmes who has been a revelation for them. They got Earl's Chapman. I believe I saw that he's starting to do uh, a rehab assignment. I, may, I think I'm reading that correctly um, or remembering that correctly. But I'll give you an oddball one, uh, Leandro. I would not rule out a Joey Gallo trade. Um, I know they acquired him last year at the deadline. They gave up a lot in the deal with the Texas Rangers. Uh, but he struggled big time. Um, and I think a change of scenery would be a very good thing for him. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's not something I'm going to rule out. If there's a team that's going to be interested, I would imagine it's going to be the Padres because the Padres have loved Gallo. Um, in the past, they tried to trade for him last year, but missed out on the Yankees, of course. Um, but yeah, that's going to be one that I think um, I, I, I would not rule that out. So, just to rewind back to where you started, uh, yep. Chapman. For those who are not following along, he's got left Achilles tendonitis. He's been out since May the twenty fourth. He did throw um, in the bullpen and is expected to go on a minor league rehab soon, but. I don't, Bert, are you hearing anything about uh, Clay Holmes taking over 
as the Yanks closer, even when Chapman gets back, because he's saying that he's ready for either role, and he wasn't exactly perfect before the injury. No, he wasn't perfect at all. And if I was the Yankees, I would give that job to Clay Holmes. Uh, that is not something I would have thought I would ever say, especially after they traded for him last year, because the deal was an afterthought. And he has turned into perhaps the best relief pitcher in baseball this year. Uh, and been a dominant back end of the bullpen arm for them. Um, so I have not heard any talk that it's going to be a definitive thing. But those conversations, I believe, have happened behind closed doors there. Like that, it's to the point now where like they have to seriously consider that. Leandro, you get to continue because you let us off. Uh, second question, any potential blockbuster trades around the league that you see the most possibly of happening. Let me let me just outline what some of those would be um, before you you go in there. Um, yep. I mean, Wilson Contreras, I think, would be a blockbuster. That would fall under that uh, umbrella, if you will. I don't know if you'd consider Andrew Benatendi a blockbuster. Probably not. But uh, that yep. name is that name is out there. Um, blockbusters. What do you think? For me, I think the, the biggest name we're going to see traded is Frankie Montas. Um, I would be pretty surprised if he's not moved, especially with um, the added wildcard team is going to make more teams in on Montas, which is going to increase the demand. And I think the, the A's are going to be at the point where they have multiple suitors who are meeting their asking price, and they're going to get more than what they wanted. Um, so I would be – I think he's going to be the top candidate to go. Um, but that being said, this – trade deadline, at least as of right now, which is we're about five weeks away, um, is going to lack the star power that last year had. Um, we're not going to see like the Cubs selling off all their big names. We're not going to see um, other teams following that same suit. It just, it's not going to happen. Like the teams that are going to aggressively sell, uh, like the Nationals, like the Reds, like the A's, uh, they lack that star power. Um, and the pieces that they trade are going to end up being more like marginal pieces than anything like the nationals are going to sell like a lot of their bullpen arms um they're going to have josh bell and nelson cruz available of course but um the a's i mean their top guys montas you got pinder you got ramon liriano um i'm rattling off a lot of these different names but like just long story short it's going to be montas and then i think a lot of like not like elite players do you, do you think anyone else in the al west turns into a seller between the Angels, Rangers, and Mariners, obviously the Astros are, are adding if doing anything, and the A's are selling. But of the Angels, Rangers, Mariners, do you think either of those go the other way and sell? Um, I would be surprised if the Angels sell. Um, but I think the Mariners have a legit chance of selling. And, I mean, we've mentioned Jesse Winker on this pod before. Um, Mitch Hanniger, I'm sure, is going to draw interest. Uh, they're going to have quite a few pieces that, um, are going to intrigue these other teams, and it wouldn't surprise me if they ended up selling, but or selling some of their pieces. But like their long-term assets, like Jared Kalanick or uh, Rodriguez or like some of these other guys, they're not going to be going anywhere. Back to the chat we go. Let's let's go back to uh, Jacob Bradley. Jacob, okay. welcome. Who are your top three outfield potential trade candidates? Uh, I saw Brian Reynolds' his name has been mentioned a bunch with the Pirates, who's having a resurgent year. There's one guy. Uh, yeah. um, I just mentioned Ben Attendee. Um, I don't know. Anthony Santander, do you think that the Orioles move him perhaps? Uh, I, I'm, not, uh, I don't, I'm not sure what I'm going to say about Santander, but I'll, I'll start with what 
Um, a couple of the guys that you mentioned, Brian Reynolds, um, he is somebody who has drawn a boatload of interest in the past. Uh, the Marlins have tried to trade for him, but to no avail. Um, there has been rumors about the Padres trying to get him. I can actually – so here, here's some insider scoopage for you, Carm. All right. Is There was a report last year that the um, that the Padres were like, – or that the Pirates wanted like their top – six or seven prospects like they're like their number six or seven prospects from the from the Padres um just like their overall ranking not like six or seven players I, I want to clarify that um but I was told that the price was significantly higher than that for Brian Reynolds like it was it was to the point where I can't remember the names I don't want to like just openly guess them um but it was shocking and I said to myself there's no way that Brian Reynolds was going to be traded because the price is that high. And I had two executives who were like in on that agree with me. Like there was no way that he was going to be moved. Um, so I would not expect him to be moved. Benintendi to me is the most realistic candidate to go. Um, I think he's going to end up getting widespread interest and the Royals are going to be in a position where they're going to have a bidding war for him. So I would expect him to go. Another one is going to be David Peralta with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Free agent at the end of the year. Uh, something that I know a couple of teams have noticed is that his launch angle has gone up and it's improved. Um, so I wonder if there's going to be some team that tries to get in on that. So those are going to be three names that I watch, but the most realistic options there are going to be Benintendi and Peralta at the deadline. Interesting. What about Adam Frazier? Could he be spinning around again? Yeah. Like So there was actually a point. Uh, during the, this offseason that I thought he was going to be traded again, even though he had not played a game um, with the uh, with the Mariners. It was, uh, yeah, I, I, I was pretty convinced that he was going to be going, but I think that was only in the scenario if the Mariners signed Trevor Story or uh, Chris Bryant, or Trevor Story and Chris Bryant, I should say, but they ended up getting Suarez and Winker. All right, because uh, I, I keep on seeing his name popping up in – in people's speculations, um, let's see. King Mac, any word on the Lennon? I hope I'm saying that right. I should know this. I apologize if I'm not. Lennon Sosa promotion to Chicago from Double A. Yeah, anything on that one, Bert? You, you dialing in on your White Sox? This should be me. Yeah, that's all you, Carm. I got uh, nothing on that. I'll just say this: uh, the the White Sox are made of glass. Uh, it's just. Danny Mendek just gets called up. So, by the way, uh, I mean, apparently this dude was called up three hours ago. He's an infield prospect. Um, He's 22. He was was hitting 331 with a 549 uh, OPS, 14 homers, 48 RBIs. He's played short, third, and second. Uh, So Mendek, Danny Mendek, who I just made mention of, finally that guy's getting an opportunity to play. Well, he should have been getting an opportunity every day, but – at second base once uh, Tim, Tim Anderson came back, but Tony La Russa didn't want to do that. But regardless, he gets in a collision uh, with a, their backup filling in for Aloya Menez left fielder, Adam Hazley. And so now he's hurt. So here, uh, sign out of Venezuela in 2016. He's at Winston-Salem last year. So uh, Sox are going to announce a corresponding roster move. Um uh, when they take on the Orioles tonight. So there you go. 
You're a, you're ahead of the game there, my friend. Good job. Good work, King Mac. Love you. Uh, Jacob Bradley, is there any chance Ian Happ is made available or is he a core piece for Chicago? I'll answer that one too. There's no such thing as a core piece for the Cubs right now. Everyone is available. So, yes, he absolutely is made available. Do you think he goes, Bert? He's not. He doesn't have as good of a chance to move as a guy like Wilson Contreras does, but I think there is a chance that he moves. And I there's a team that I think makes a whole lot of sense there, and it's the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, they're going to be looking for a hitter. They're already looking for a hitter. Um, I don't know if they've spoken to the Cubs at all, but like he fits exactly what the Blue Jays are looking for. And I don't know what the the prospect call is going to be to get a guy like Cap, but I would imagine they're going to end up being one of those teams who checks in. That's just what they do. They check it like, so, okay. I also want to give you a little, give some fans some insight on this one is when you hear a team checking in on a player, I would not overreact to that whatsoever. Um, in fact, that's just teams doing business teams check in on everybody to see what the price is. And it doesn't mean a deal is on the doorstep of happening or like is happening. It just means that they're like trying to like get a good surveying of the market. So um that's what we mean by that yep fair enough people you know, listen you got to occupy yourself all day long you can't just sit there and be like yeah oh, we're doing nothing today make some calls talk to some people that's right shoot the shit that's this, this is what goes on what a gig yep it's pretty incredible karma that's hey that's why like i yeah that's what we do on my end too i mean obviously there's a lot of work that goes into it and meeting these people but like you call and you check in and yeah you just have conversations with people send karma text it's 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 all yeah. part of a day's work for Robert Murray. That's right. Although I'm still I'm still surveying the market, by the way, for what that dinner is going to be in. That okay. Was me. So, okay. All right. It won't be that fifty ounce ribeye that I was that I teased the other day. I, I mean, I just booked you a flight to Anaheim. You're you're, you're to Burbank. You're you're set, buddy. We might have to take that. That might have to qualify as your dinner. Um, That's true. I'm sorry. I, I was greedy. My my apologies. No 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 no. You're you're you're. Uh, I'll I'll get you peanuts on the flight too. We got to make sure you're fed. Boy, yeah, this is like my dream day right here. You don't also. Need to hey, hang on, I got a question for Carm and also everybody who's listening right now. So, if you go to a ball game, um, do you and you order or you get a thing of peanuts? Do you eat just the peanut or do you eat the peanut and the shell? Uh, interesting. Would love to see the follow up in the chat here. I think people who eat the shells are straight, um, you know, psychotic people. I, I don't. Well, I'm one of those I, people. Yeah, I, I know a lot of them. I know a lot of them. Ex-girlfriend used to crush the whole shell. I'm like, doesn't that hurt on the back end? I, I, I don't, but no, 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 you're no, good. No, I, I, yeah, I was gonna say something, but I remember we're live, and I, yeah, I definitely cannot say that. But, but yeah, um, wait, hang on. Yeah, wait. Yeah, I right. I, I, I eat the shells, everybody. I, I'm a proud shell eater at the peanuts. So, uh, I mean. I'm getting, I mean, First of all, half the fun of the whole thing is cracking the shell, throwing it on the ground, suck off a little salt, live that dream, and then you have the peanut. Yeah. Eating that whole thing, like, first, like, think about the person next to you. They're hearing you, like, crunch all day long. That's not, that's no way to take in a baseball game. Oh, that's a great way to take in a baseball game. I even do that in the press box sometimes, Carm. Well, see, in the press box, it makes at least a drop more sense. Because you can't make a mess in the press box like you can in the seats. I mean, you that's could, fair. you that's could, fair. but that's just a bad look. 
Uh, I well, bad looks are what I do, I guess. So especially really my make, food takes. You make a mess in the press box? Oh no, I don't make a mess in the press I box. I see you as a very professional bird in the press box. I, I, I do what I do. Whatever whatever it gets a job done how, is, is how I'll put it. Yeah. What what's the most amount of hot dogs you've ever ate in a press box appearance? In a press box appearance. Yeah. Um I actually so it's not hot dogs, it's probably bratwurst. There is one point. I want to say I had six. Did the Brewers revoke your credential for that? Um, they did not because I had to pay for them at that point. It was just like, I mean, they said you're, if you're going to eat six, you got to like give back a little bit. And I think I gave like a buck or two. So You gave a dollar or two dollars back to the Brewers press box crew? That's what they you- asked for, yeah. Actually, no, they, I think they, they, they required they, for those in the press box. They actually asked you to pay – for the for your brats because you were eating too many brats and you were like okay I'll pay you I'm all in I want to eat more yeah well for the sake of accuracy I actually forgot they require you to pay for those in the press box so it's, oh. I don't want to like talk up the story more than it actually is but yeah and I've also eaten seven bananas or eight bananas one of those two uh, in ten minutes in the press box too so I can't wait for the future that is you uh, Sean B I eat the peanut only. People who eat shells should be put into jail. I agree. Let's. I mean, I don't want Bert to go to jail, but you know, if he's got to, he's got to. Uh, <laughs> you know, we we got to. This is this is, this is this is this is this is not how I thought we were going to do this. Uh, I want to rewind back to Johnny, who uh, who does not eat the shells either, but uh, he's asking about Marcus Stroman and who's been hurt. So I don't think he's getting dealt, but I don't know, man. Maybe somebody's going to take a flyer on on, on Stroman who got. 70 some odd million on a three year deal from the Cubs and who might be appealing to a number of teams at the deadline here. No, nope. uh, no. Nope. Yeah, okay. I, I wouldn't get your hopes up on him being traded or being a coveted asset. Obviously he's a talented pitcher, but battle injuries. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I don't see. Yeah. I, I, okay. I, mean, I would not get your hopes up on Stroman being traded. Okay. What about Kettle Marte's current value too low for the Diamondbacks to move him right now, Jacob Bradley? Is that would you put him in a slightly similar category? I would be floored if Kettle Marte is traded. Uh, he just signed an extension with the team not too long ago, um, and I yeah, I just I can't see any way that he's traded. Um, that one it that one would shock me. I think more so than any other player in baseball if he's moved. Um, but yeah, like the guys to watch or a guy specifically to watch there is going to be David Peralta, as I mentioned before, I think he's like much more likely to go. I thought Nick Ahmed would be another candidate to go, but he's off for the year. Um, which would also make moving Marte a little bit more difficult too. All right, let's move around here. Let's start with the Dodgers. What's what, what do you think the Dodger plan is in the next month? Boy, I can't believe I'm actually saying this, but adding offense they have the most stacked offense in baseball and yet they can't get out of their own way it is rather remarkable um and dave roberts a couple weeks ago even called out his offense publicly and said that they're playing more as individuals rather than as a team um and i talked to somebody the other day who um flat out told me dodgers offense stinks and it's just like all right. I mean, not wrong, um, but I would also expect them to add another starting pitcher too. Um, maybe I would. Yeah, 
I don't know what the exact caliber of arm they're going to look for, but I think a starting pitcher and then another bat is going to be like their priority. And I would expect them to pursue both and perhaps even add both. All right. Uh, rich get richer, bottom line. That's what they do. That's you what they all, do. They got all the assets. Why not? What's What do you think happens with the, the New York Metropolitans? I mean, to, to recap, um, you have Scherzer, uh, who appears like he's going to be coming back soon. But then Carlos Carrasco ends up getting hurt, so he's he's out. Um, Jacob Degrom is is working his way back, facing live hitters. But then uh, Tyler McGill came off the DL on the tenth, but then he re-injured his shoulder. So there, it's it's been a a weird trip around the sun, if you will, for the old New York Mets. No, it has been a very weird trip around the sun for the Mets. And before I get into that, um, I want to address something here because I'm getting a bunch of Twitter notifications um, saying that I said the Yankees are willing to listen on Joey Gallo. Um, I did not say that. Um, I said that would I could see them listening on a guy like Gallo, um, but I have not heard or said that they're willing to listen. So I wanted to address that before it took out a life of its own. Um, so or look at the uh, way I moved. appreciate everybody tuning in. I just wanted to like set the record straight on that. Did I say that or did you say that? Did I set you up wrong? No, you didn't set me up wrong. Uh, it was yeah. I'm getting a couple of tweets about that. So um, okay, I said what what you what you wrote to me about Gallo today when we were going over the show. I wonder if the New York Yankees consider moving Joey Gallo. That's what it says right here from Bert. He didn't say that they will. He said he wonders. Yep. You're wondering. I'm wondering. Why are you wondering? Why don't we, why don't we clarify why you're wondering? That's okay. Good question there. Um, It's he struggled. Um, He has been somebody who has not lived up to the expectations that the Yankees had when they gave up what they did to acquire him. And it's better to um, admit a mistake and move on rather than waiting too long to the point when a guy has no value. And I don't see Gallo ever getting to the point where he has no value. But there's going to be a team who one of them, I think, might be the Padres, um, who sees him as a guy who can bounce back in a different environment. And we know A.J. Preller is not afraid of parting with his prospects to improve his major league roster. Um so that's that's why I see that being at least a possibility. There you go, team. I think we covered Joey Gallo and the Yankees. Uh, Will Holder, good to see you back, buddy. When does Chad Pinder become a Padre? Thoughts? Man, I'll tell you. If it was up to the Padres, they'd have uh, they'd have Chad Pinder, I think. But that being said, it takes two to tango, and everything that I've heard from people in the know on that is that the A's place a very high value on Chad Pinder. They like him uh, a lot more than I think the outside public does. And I believe there's teams that view the, view him the same way that the A's do. Um, That being said, the price is going to be pretty high. So I know it was the Padres were not going to do anything stupid during the off season for him, but now that he's a couple of months away um, for free agency, Maybe that becomes more likely. I would certainly imagine that they're going to end up talking to A's about Pinder. 
Um, and as you know, like we're uh, we're a Chad Pinder friendly podcast over here. It seems like we mention him almost every episode. Um, we, we we do we do. Um, that's because you know we like what what. I don't want to overstate the love of Chad Pinder on this podcast, so I'll, so I'll stop talking. But uh, <laughs> hey, I, I I I I'm that's that's a dude that I would take on my team. By the way, speaking of, as we're just looking at. Friends of the program, Kyle Freeland, uh, lefty for the Rockies. This he was uh, an interview we had in the off season, and the Rockies don't want to trade him. They, he signed a five year extension after the spring, um, but he has not had a good year. And maybe that would be a guy that that I don't know. Could we see our guy Kyle on the move? I would doubt that, um, just because of the extension part. I mean, we've we've seen it in the past with the Rockies when they signed Nolan Arenado to a long term deal, and yet they still stink and then they trade him and then sign Chris Bryant to 12 months later. Um, but yeah, I, I would not expect Freeland to go or any of the other guys that they extended. Also yeah. with, with the Rockies, how about CJ Cronkarm? The guy yeah. hits absolute taters uh, signed. They, I think they signed him as a minor league free agent a couple years ago and he's turned into the, like an everyday player for them and their best power hitter in course field. Like, that's the kind of moves that the Rockies need to continue making. And, um, you know, I mean, it's not often we can give the Rockies praise in this podcast, but, like, props to them for finding C.J. Crone. Like, that is impressive. That's good stuff. Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, I would throw out just uh, just to get some Cub love going on here because I know you love when I talk about the Cubs. There's a lot of relief pitchers that are in some way tied to the Cubs who could get moved. Number one, starting with current Cub, who just got his first ever major league at bat in, in David Robertson, who's had a very, very good season coming back this year. I would think I would think that would be somebody. Um, also, Chris Martin, uh, current Cub. There's a bunch of them. Michael Gibbons are all in there. But then former Cubs, Carl Edwards Jr., Steve Ciszek, Andrew Chafin. All these former Cubs could be on the move here, Bert. What do you think? No, I you're spot on with that, Carm. Like, there's a lot of Cubs ties to this bullpen market, and also a lot of those players when they signed with the Cubs, they were looking to establish their values once again. Um, and there's some of them who are proven veterans, but they also like performed at a very high level, um, or even higher level than they previously played at. Like Craig Kimbrell was at a Hall of Fame pace, and now he struggled with the White Sox. He's been putrid with the Dodgers. Um, and I've heard a lot of praise behind the scenes, actually, for the, the work that the Cubs bullpen, uh, like their, their pitching staff um, has yeah. done, like working with the bullpen. Um, and I also, come the offseason, they are going to be an attractive destination for team or for free agent relievers who are looking to improve on their value on one-year deals or even like established veterans because they can end up getting a payday after that. So. Um, obviously a lot of the talking Cubs town is not positive at the moment. Um, but like, that's something that industry folks have like, have been talking about. No, the talking Cubs town is most definitely not positive and they're about to no. the, lose no. the pirates yeah. again today. Uh, all right, quick, we will get on out here. A couple more from Leandro. The Red Sox have multiple free agent offs, uh, age, multiple free agents, excuse me, this off season. Uh, will they break the bank for any of the top dogs, Bert? Could you see Boston going that route, which when they just absolutely ruined baseball, trading 
uh, Mookie bets to the Dodgers. I still hate that deal to the end of the earth, but go ahead. Yeah, I would expect the Red Sox to prioritize keeping their own guys. Uh, they got, uh, obviously, Xander Bogarts as a free agent. They have Nathan Uvalde as a free agent. They got a decent amount of guys. And also, with the way that Matt Strom has been pitching, uh, he's I know he's had a couple of rough outings here lately, uh, but he's going to be a guy who's, an ex, who's a candidate for a multi-year deal. And they're going to want to keep some of these players, especially Bogarts, even though extension talks have not gone well to this point. Um, so I would expect them to prioritize their own in-house free agents rather than um, than going after like outside free agents. Boy, I also I want to state because Jacob Bradley just said it in the in the comments too about you couldn't agree more with Carm's take about the Mookie bets to the Dodgers deal. I remember that happening and just being like, how did these Dodgers do it? And I thought it was going to be a free agent at the end of the year or at the end of like the year that they acquired him, and then before like that even became a realistic thought in most people's heads. They extended him to this huge deal and they've signed, they traded for Max Scherzer and Trey Turner since then they've signed Freddie Freeman, like Dodgers, they operate in ways that most teams just can't even imagine doing. Well, forget the Dodger part of it. You're the Boston damn Red Sox. You're trading away a player in the middle of his prime because you don't want to pay him that is horrible for baseball, horrible for the the fans of the Red Sox. Not that I am sympathetic to Red Sox fans, but if, if the Boston Red Sox can't afford Mookie Betts in his prime, that just sucks. It does so. suck. And, Ellie, that's also – it comes down to uh, their decision to hire Heim Bloom. I think if Bloom had it his way, he would have extended Mookie Betts. Um, but what – Bloom was able to do in Tampa Bay is he showed that he could win with less. And obviously as owners, you want to profit um, as, as an owner. And I think that's just, it comes down to finances, Carm. And it's unfortunate. It's an unfortunate reality in baseball. Like it, I saw, I saw the eye roll and I'm right there with you. I I mean, sure it does. And maybe, you're not planning on selling your team ever. So despite the fact that it's worth way more than what you paid for it, that's irrelevant because you're never going to cash those dollars, but you're a billionaire. You, you didn't buy the baseball team to make money. You bought the baseball team because it's a very expensive toy that you like to play with. You, you're not, you disagree. Yeah. I mean, billionaires are billionaires for a reason. They don't spend money just to spend it. They want to. They want to make you money. Think, Carl. You think Mark Cuban's worried about making money with the Dallas Mavericks? Oh come yeah. on! He's come always on. trying to make. Yeah, sure. You don't end up on Shark Tank because you're you think, okay. Are, are the are, are the Golden State Warriors worried about making money? Are the New York Yankees? Are they do do that? Are they sweating the bottom line? They're all trying to make money. Uh, all okay. of them. Sure, but sometimes you know. You make decisions to, okay, I'll make more money down the line. This, when I have this premier player, I, I'll, I'll sacrifice, uh, I don't know, the ninth yacht that I can ski behind to keep this guy on my team. I just, I don't know. It's weird, <laughs> yeah. weird to me. Uh, right. Good point, Jacob Brad. You think Steve Cohn's worried about making dough? He just wants the attention, man. He wants his Mets to be on the front page. He wants everybody to to let 
you know, to say his name on, on amazing podcasts like the Baseball Insiders. I, that's I right. Well, that's important to him. It is. He's a huge fan that's of the show. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. Uh, all right, last one, Leandro, one more. Uh, he wants to know about the shortstop market this offseason. We're jumping ahead here. But Correa and Bogarts and Turner and Dansby, how do you see the landscape turning out to be for them money-wise? Who's who's going to be in there, Bert? That's a, that's a lengthy question on the back end here. Yeah, it is. It's a good question. Um, but I would rank those players, Turner at one, um, Correa at two, Bogarts at three, and then Swanson at four. Wow. And I, like, there's a lot of different ways that we can, I can go with this. Um, Trey Turner, I would like, he's going to land a deal richer per year than Corey Seager. Um, he's not going to get the same years as Corey Seager just because he's a little bit older. Um, but I've, I've had conversations in recent days and with other people in the industry and they've all agreed that he's going to get more per year than Corey Seager. Um, and then Correa is going to hope to, um, get that mega deal that he did not get last year. Uh, he ended up firing his old agent and going with Scott Boris in hopes of doing that, but he was only able to land a three-year deal with an opt-out after one. Bogarts is interesting. Um, I'd be, I would, so right now I would be surprised if he returns to Boston. Um, obviously a lot can change there, but like, that's the way that these talks have gone at this point. Uh, and then Dansby Swanson, his value has gone up more so than I think any other free agent in baseball. Like he is going to, his contract is is going to surprise some people. And also, here's a little interesting nugget for you: is obviously Dansby Swanson plays for the Atlanta Braves, and who his who his agent is is going to ring a bell for Braves fans. It is for, he is represented by, um, I believe, XL Sports, who also represents Freddie Freeman. And we all know how Freddie Freeman's negotiations with the Atlanta Braves went this past offseason. Um, I'm very curious to see how that goes. Um, obviously, like, different player, different different circumstance, but something that I think is going to be on the mind of some folks, uh, especially some hopeful teams who are trying to land him in free agency. It's interesting, those two being tied together, Swanson and Freeman. Um uh... That's scary if you're an Atlanta fan, that's for sure. All right. Hey, Bert. What's up, Carm? What should uh, everybody do who's watching the show? Oh, the Cubs tied up the Pirates 7-7. Coming, coming roaring back, the Cubbies are, with uh, five in the eighth. How about that, that's right. buddy? No, that's pretty good. Also, Danny Mendek with the White Sox. Torn ACL, he's out for the year. Oy. Oy. So, very bad news in the pod, but um, – in order for us to keep doing this, everybody, we need you to subscribe. Uh, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell people at lunch, tell everybody. Um, and as I've said on previous podcasts, if you do just that and you tell me about it, tell Karma about it too, uh, we'll be best pals. And uh, I don't think there's anything greater I can offer in life than that. So that, That's true. That, that is very much true. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yep. Danny Mendek, 10-day Angelus, torn ACL, Gavin Sheets recalled that sucks wow does that suck not for necessarily much so much for the white Sox because you know it would be he was going to be a useful piece but yep. more so for a guy who was finally going to get an opportunity to be out there a bunch that and the Sox, that sucks. that's that's too bad 
But such is life. Okay, we all move on. Hey, hit that subscribe button, as Burr was saying. We're back next Tuesday, 2 o'clock Central, 3 Eastern, on this same fat channel. Burt, good stuff, man. Good to be with you, brother. Good to be too, or good to be here with you too, Carm. You're the man as always, and thank you everybody for tuning in. To yeah, and, I, on and, and I didn't officially book that flight, so let me know what you want for dinner. <laughs> Boy, I, I thought you had booked that flight, Carm. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed. We'll have we, to have a, a very serious talk off air. We can get it done. I just, you know, I didn't want to have to bust out the credit card in, in the middle of the show. That would have been a little, a little, a little aggressive. Jacob, okay. you're welcome. Johnny, you're welcome. Thank you for thanking us. We're, we're, thank you, everybody. You, Much appreciated. We'll see you next time on the Baseball Insiders. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.